Kerry, home to some of the most creative, intelligent, culturally diverse and articulate people this country has to offer. Unfortunately, they were all busy. So, we got stuck with this lot. Recorded live in Murphy's Pub on Brandon Pier. This is the Murphy's Podcast. Lads, cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. Fred is still on the zero-zero. Fair play. I'm still great crack. (laughs) You can just tell there's something off, can't you? He's just a little little sad. And he's wearing this like Sherlock Holmes jacket. (laughs) Have you been investigating something, uh, Fred? <laughs> well, let's just say there's a lot going on lot Curry at the moment, and I can't say too much right now. Just for the listeners, he's wearing a, a brown tweed um, wool jacket. It's, it's actually very nice. I no. like it. Out no patches. No, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'll be virgin on headmaster now, Fred. Patches on the, on the elbows. <laughs> it's huge, yeah. the part. Right, let's get some, uh, some nuts and bolts out of the way. Firstly, we didn't mention any of your gigs last time on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We need to plug your gigs. What's happening? When's it happening? Guys, it's all on fredcockcomedian.com. All my dates are there. So I'm gigging north, south, east and west of West Kerry. But it's, you're doing a lot. Of, you're, doing, you're doing... There is Les Paul coming up. There's Killarney. There's... Oh, yeah. So Dingle, every... Every... Uh, every... The, the first... Wednesday and Thursday of every month, uh, my wife and I, Julia, are running a gig. So we've got. Uh, are you doing together? Yeah, oh, we're doing together. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, so. So sorry, just say that again. The first Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday. Oh, of what am I talking about? The first Thursday and Friday well, of every month. There you go. I'm glad Noah's brought that up again. <laughs> uh, Podrick just dropped his pints. Thank you, Podrick. Thanks, Podrick, Podrick. Thanks a million. Legend. Cheers. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so you're you're doing the first a lot. Thursday and Friday of every month. So is that so why yourself and Julie are the darlings of Irish media at the minute? Is it like the Irish right. Times on Sunday, yeah. Ireland AM this morning? <laughs> what, what, what's what's on tomorrow? Where are you off to? What's, what's the next big? I'm big doing gig? the second reading on Mass at Orchie <laughs> this Saturday. If you want to take a little watch, and, <laughs> and he's on the Joe Duffy show on uh, on Thursday. Of course, yeah. he is. Well, that's that's many complaints though. Yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah. So, is, what else has been going on? Have you you're gigging? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where was it last weekend? Actually, we had a two-day band rehearsal up in. We were in a lovely studio in um, outside Dundalk called the Blackwood Studio. I think I, th- I hope that's right. Um, so yeah, I was up there with the the Jiggy lads. Oh, cool. We okay. just had kind of two days. Yeah, just putting some new material together. Yeah, just getting yeah. kind of skeleton stuff down. So yeah, it was a good couple of days up there Saturday and Sunday, and actually the weekend before that I was in Donegal, and this weekend I'm off. So delighted. Oh, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice so it's great. So yeah, busy, busy enough. So yeah, we've got a crazy march coming so up. So basically, Paddy's you'll day. be here for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not so here as in Murphy's pub. Murphy, Tony totally Murphy's. Yeah. Yeah. you'll be here for the whole day. I might be. Yeah, I might possibly. Have um, yeah, again, I'm just going to push the social media a little bit. Um, we got loads more followers again this week. Oh, which great. Is, yeah, another, another jump up. Uh, again, if you, if you like it, share it, comment, whatever. I don't know what you, what do people, I don't know what social, what, mm. what do you do? Do you do social media much? I do it to promote. Yeah. And Because uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing with like, yeah. it. I'm kind of lost with Twitter now. I've I lost the confidence I, with it. That, uh, I think we all need to sit down actually and kind of actually sit down with the Instagram page and go through it because I, I only signed up to Instagram when we started doing this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. And now look, I know it's not rocket science, but I haven't spent any time looking at it. So sharing stuff, it's, it, I'm so used to looking at Facebook for the last fucking twelve years, yeah. looking into Instagram. I just can't be arsed. I need someone to show me what to do. It's different, isn't it? It just behaves a little. The best thing, the best thing I've ever done, uh, and I've started doing it recently, is leaving the phone in the kitchen, putting it on blue, putting it on on airplane mode, and just going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing now. You know what I mean? Like, actually, because I can be scrolling and scrolling, and then my eyes are just 
do you know dizzy mm. with the blue light and oh, you're talking about lying, lying in the bed as opposed to lying in the bed looking at the phone yeah oh, exactly it's a, yeah it's a disaster yeah. Yeah. because it does like there is and a there's a danger of getting hit by the phone <laughs> falling yeah. onto your face <laughs> That's happened to everyone, isn't it? Oh That's my god! Oh god! Chip my tooth. Yeah. <laughs> People think you've been out fighting. You're like, no, no. TikToks. <laughs> Remember last week I was saying I was going to buy. I was buying a new motorbike. Yeah. And I was buying it through Dundee, and uh, I'd arranged a price with this guy, and we'd been back and forth loads. And I was going to Cork to collect it on um, on Thursday. So on Wednesday he said, "Could you just confirm you're going to be up? Because I've got to take time off work, and I covered work and all that kind of stuff for myself." And I sent him a confirmation on Wednesday. And he said, oh, that's great, fantastic. See you tomorrow morning. And then Wednesday evening, he sent me the message. Sorry, the bike's old. Somebody else turned up. Ah, oh, what a, what did a you, shithead. Did you leave that's the house? I'd let, no, no, no. I hadn't looked. He sent the night before the morning. was. But I'd yeah. been to the bank and I'd taken out so cash. you and Yeah, and I was, I was going to, when you're looking forward to something, you're kind of going, this is done. Yeah, yeah. that's Just bad form, absolute isn't it? Mm. So and again, this is the third time it's happened to me in the past three weeks. Well. of people just just messing you about when you're going just with, there's another guy in Tralee again I was meant to go I didn't go see him because remember I had the, the chest yeah. infection do you want to name and shame them no I'm not that bad <laughs> I'm not that angry uh, but he just had a he just had a kid so a young baby in the house and I had this chest infection so I messaged him so listen I'm not going to come near you because I've got this chest infection yeah. I want to give to you and the baby and all that kind of stuff but I'll be down on Sunday and then on Saturday, he sent me a picture of the bike in the back of somebody else's van going off. <laughs> Sorry, it's gone. It's that you is. son of a bitch. That's but, two in a row. That's you it. lost two but, bikes. But there's this thing that happens with people online is that there's this disconnect from manners and reality and just that yeah. common decency. Do you get that on Twitter and stuff like that? Like if you post something on Twitter, do you get arseholes? Oh, yeah. Not as bad as it was. Yeah. I remember 10 years ago... Uh, I remember ten years ago, lad. I did I did a sketch for the uh, a hidden camera show called The Fear, and it was harnessing, singing a song in a in a coffee shop, uh, and then one of the comments was on YouTube, fat fat baldy bastard. <laughs> Jesus, where does it, know, where does that like, divide yeah. come from? Yeah, like, don't say, yeah, you'd never yeah. ever if you knew if you met yeah. somebody face, you'd never say something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. but that's that's that, that but that's what comes with being online. But you because you still post and yourself and Julie post quite a lot. You they are fairly active. Julie's probably more so than yeah. you. Does oh, she yeah. get shit from people? I don't. Know, she, Julie's very sensitive. Yeah, like, I'm I sure. Well, everyone is. He's a human, like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but uh, it depends. Like as I said with Twitter, you know what I mean. That's the place where uh, that people seems to can be anonymous and mean. And because uh, Instagram so far, like we've, well, we, thank God we've not, we've never gotten a, a bad a negative thing. Yeah, but I think Instagram is, I think it feels more real, and you kind of know the people. Yeah, Twitter feels a little bit more removed or something. There's, yeah. there's a, we we have a Twitter thing as well, but we don't really use it that do much. We? We do we? Oh, that's the we nearly got banned the, from. I think exactly. Yeah. I, I did got banned from <laughs> twice. That's the only yeah. reason I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but again, I'm kind of I'm very wary of social media. And yeah. But it, kind of it, it kind of comes with the territory, doesn't it? I mean, it does. you, you, you're, yeah. put, you're putting yourself out there into the public domain. You're, you, no matter how amazing or good you are, you're going to have negative people out mm. there. That's, that's and those lads who are writing comments, like I heard of a fellow <laughs> around the time of uh, the, the, the referendum, the eight referendum, and they're trying to uh, repeal it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was this guy who was going against it. And then he was getting like support. He was getting five likes from the same people. And then it turned out. Uh, that it was the same lad with the same accounts liking himself do you know what I mean so so trying to create a thing that was there so it's it's, just uh, stirring the pot absolutely demented stuff you know so and those other people who were negative as well they're the lads up in the rooms Uh, I I often picture yeah yeah (laughs) masturbating yeah (laughs) 
Let's just get it out there. Like, this, this, this is when he's on Fred's look, page as well, yeah. so it's kind of, yeah. yeah. It's even, it's even, it's even, it's even darker. At, how could you not masturbate to that face, in fairness? <laughs> So, so you you don't you're still okay with kind of pushing yourself online and yeah well, I'm careful I wouldn't give too much now sometimes I have pictures of you know the family and stuff like that but I'd be even cautious to that at the moment yeah and uh, I thought you're gonna say pictures of my nipples or something. <laughs> there's, there's actually quite a few of them as well my Are camera you? went up the resolution for my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And I have an iPhone 20. So that's unbelievable. Like 3D. 4K. Oh, 4K. Yeah. Where's it gone? It's like a witness in the other room. Because <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do know a, a few social influencer people that uh, they won't put their kids' faces on. But they're, they they post a lot of things with their kids and like holding their kids and whatever. But they blur out the kids' faces yeah. with a sticker on the face. Uh, would, you're, you're not like that. No, right? I wouldn't do that. That's, is that a bit that's a bit much isn't it uh, no I think I think if people, that's what people feel you know what I mean like yeah. especially, especially their, their, their children as well and stuff like that so no, Julian I can't talk we've had Ted you know as he said like, it was in the Sunday Times there uh, last week like, so it's not like you know, we're trying to hide so it's uh, you like, can't blur that one out you're so. like the opposite exactly yeah, yeah yeah. but you know you can't deny your children either do you know what I mean like, like mm. they don't exist so it's just it's finding a, a, a middle point yeah. So it's fine. It's uh, what's the same with uh, uh, me and, and jokes and stuff like that. It's uh, my standup was so kind of surreal and, and and mental that its foundation was actually kind of born. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like yeah. the, the, where it comes from. Like the, so, there's no point giving that part of it because that's born. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just knowing what to give and and what not to give. But thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Come here, lads. Uh, just uh, before we move on. Uh, Christmas presents. Oh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. Ah, for God's sake, I, sakes, I didn't bring anything. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, but if you remember last week's yeah, podcast, we made, we made a deal, and I know you don't remember this. I, so I don't I, in fairness, I know you're terrible for remembering things, but I forgot as well. Oh, I, for but it's okay for you to forget. Yeah, You've already done you've it. You've already given us presents. Yeah, yeah. So it's your turn next week, Fred. Okay, yeah. So you've yeah. got mm. another week of a chance to, 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 to rectify this. Um, I can't believe I'm giving my Christmas presents. Second so happy Christmas, everyone! So, uh, Saint Bridget's Day today. Happy Saint Bridget's Day presents. No, I actually went a step further, lads. I actually got you. I got you two presents each. Ah, for God's sake! And he has them wrapped as well. Yeah, of course I do. Is it Christmas? Ra- oh, this Christmas wrapping paper too. So, uh, I, I, I give Tony's his first. Either, either you're late with these presents, or you're very enthusiastic about <laughs> Christmas coming. So, if I can just explain for you, which one do you want to open first? I'll open this one, right, okay, so cigar-shaped one. Oh, yeah, just open it and I'll explain why I bought a few afterwards. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, you <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> no, you should buy your own batteries. <laughs> <laughs> should I open this, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is a kazoo. Oh, very right. good. So the reason I bought you that is because I just feel Fred maybe can can agree with me in this that you know I've got music in my life. Yeah, yeah. The, jo- the joy it brings me. Fred yeah. has music obviously in his yeah. life, and we just feel that you need to start learning <laughs> to play something. And what a better instrument to start learning on? No, right, you have it the wrong way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Just <laughs> no, no, so you don't blow through. You kind of hum. You kind of hum a tune. Hum. <laughs> Wow, yeah, there you go. You're very musical. <laughs> <laughs> what key is that? 
Yeah. Wow. That's, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, that's lovely. No, no problem. Best yeah, kazoo yeah. I've ever got. So now we're going to have to write a song but that includes a kazoo <laughs> stage before the end before the end of the podcast. Not this particular. The only episode. thing that pipe is missing is a bit of hash joint. <laughs> <right off the laughs> hey, that's not missing. I know. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which might answer. What's the next present? <laughs> oh no no no. Will so. I have a go at this one? Yeah. So so it, 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 in lieu of the conversation we had last week, I thought this was pretty apt. Okay, so this is part of the pun with the word square shape this time, and it's a book called Things to Do While You Poo. Very fifty fifty things to do when you poo. And if you go back to the first page, nope. What's number one? Do not put loose change down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you write that one? There's little puzzles and stuff, and that's great. Where did you find the time to get well, that book in one week? Uh, listen, I, I've, to be honest, I completely forgot about the presents myself until today. And I rushed around <laughs> at about uh, half four. Oh, for God's uh, sake. Well, that's what, thank you very much. It's great. That's amazing. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, I should have got you a pen to go with it, but, uh, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet, you can have a bit of crack with that. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Thank yeah. you very much. No problem. You're Happy St. Bridges Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> What St. Bridget's festive song be like Sheep are grazing all around us There you go Fred Oh thank you so much so maybe, open, the, open the small one first Maybe for the crack uh, It's a bit like a uh, Okay Don't get too excited <laughs> It's again It's like he's opening his first present For the first time ever Look 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 Just do you remember can I just say before open, thanks very much at my present I'm coming next week I'm like shoot that <laughs> don't oh, don't for husbands very good and if you open the very uh, first page yeah. don't put little change down the toilet <laughs> hey! it's a thing now oh that's great Oh, uh, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll get that to Julie. No, what so, I was th- what I was thinking. Do you know when you're on tour and there's temptation there, and, and you kind of you know you just you, you're in this place, you can just carry that around your yeah, pocket and you can yeah. just pull it out and just read a passage out of it and bring yourself back to earth. <laughs> there's another book for that. It's called the Bible. Yeah. Remember it? That, that, that's gas. Oh, is that something to say about justice? <laughs> it feels a bit like a VHS. <laughs> it's like Basic Instincts, your video from nineteen from 1990s. This is, oh, this is great. Great Irish quizzes, Irish music movies, and s- movie socks and trivia. That's fantastic. Thanks yeah, so I, much. Uh, and, and, and the, re- pre- the reason I picked that is because if you turn around, read, read, read the, the top paragraph. No, 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 at the back. <laughs> at the On the back of it. Yeah. Yeah, on the top paragraph. Proof you know bottles from Bewitched and Colin Farrell from Killian Murphy in this Irish music movie set. So, well, if when I saw Killian Murphy's Killian. name in it. I yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's, it's all going back to last week's episode, yeah. you know. T- loose change in the toilet. <laughs> Killian was mentioned. Do you know what? If you do get Killian on the podcast, you can ask him questions. And then About go, himself. Yeah. And yeah. I go, well, that's not what I read. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, then, <laughs> and then get this. Well, yeah. for this yeah. I love that actually when you, when you look Thanks on, so much, Gary. No matter. Savage. When Happy you look Christmas. at my McKillian, there's lots of uh, like all these inspirational quotes of him in, as Tommy Shelby. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like nothing to nothing do with, to with it, it at all. It's gas, isn't <laughs> Absolutely it? Absolutely You've seen with Tom Hardy and stuff, and yeah. when life gets you down and all this kind of shit. And, and there's a picture of fucking Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? We will have a guest, uh, I'm sure, any minute now, because I can hear from footfall outside, I think. Uh, a, a young man called Dermot Ling. 
And uh, yeah, Dermot is uh, a very interesting character who lives, who's a blow-in like us. Well, like myself and Fred, anyway. Yeah, Gary's not a blow-in. I know, yeah. Well, he's kind of, I feel he is a little bit, though. I am on my bollocks. I'm fucking born and bred here. born and bred, but well, you live to Dublin you know as well, though. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I went to Dublin for, for, for seven, six, sorry, Fred, to cut across you. I went to Dublin for six years with my parents, like, begr- begrudgingly. You was yeah. dragged out of the place. I was dragged out of the place. And then I was dragged back into the place because <laughs> I got used to the crack in Dublin, but... <laughs> Uh, no, I was born in what is now currently the tax office in Tralee. For taxing your vehicle, it used to be a hospital, St. Vincent's in Tralee. Really? Where's that? Where is that, t- is that the, t- the one on the, the roundabout? The one at the McDonald's, the small uh, roundabout there. Yeah, the McDonald's. one at the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where you were born. That's where I was born, yeah, yeah. So I've free car tax for the rest of my life. Mm. I'm guessing you were born in Dublin, were you? Yeah, in Hollow Street, yeah. Okay. So, But uh, a great sign of where someone's born is... Uh, is to go to, to be take part in the local pantomime and be part of the pantomime. Now I went to the pantomime in Castle Gregory, and I didn't see you in on the stage. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, okay. Did you, I heard it was excellent. I heard it was brilliant. Was it good? very good? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's actually my mother was actually involved with it this year, right? And she went to all the rehearsals and she had. I met your dad actually coming out of it. Yeah. Okay. And she had a couple of parts in it, and it was due to start on Thursday night, but she got a she had a, she got a foot infection basically. So Wednesday she ended up in A and E. And uh, with her all her foot bandage up and on antibiotics, oh and Christ. she couldn't go ahead with the pantomime after putting all the time into it. But oh, uh, that's terrible. But uh, yeah, no, I heard it was great. I heard it was a great uh, pantomime. Actually, got, yeah, yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, it was. What was it this year? Funny. It was a mixture. It was like five nursery rhymes in one. Like it was, uh, I forget the name of it. Some basil or something like that. I forget the name of the uh, uh, pantomime itself, but it was there was a lot going on. I've never been to a pantomime. I don't. You've never oh yes, you have. <laughs> oh, I'm not even getting into it. No, that's not certain. <laughs> oh no, I haven't. That's no, not certain. No, 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 it's not happening. Fuck it. Yeah, I, th- I, w- I think I'd like to see one though, just for the, the spectacle, because yeah, they, they, they put a lot of effort into it, like yeah. just constant rehearsing and whatnot. Well, if the guest comes now, our wonderful guest. Uh, Dermot and Gary goes he's behind you oh no yeah, he isn't not. he's actually behind your friends. yeah no no he's he's actually there now <laughs> is he in hey Dermot hey, how's it going man yeah no come in sit down yeah yeah Ah uh, yeah! Right, 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 right. Shit! Ah, uh, very. He's had me because I heard someone behind me. Like, oh, that is good, lads. That is good. I nearly went for it. Is that Oscar-worthy stuff, Fred? Is it? Well, I tell you. You were sucking on it. The kazoo. The kazoo. Yeah, I think my musical career just finished. I do. I do. I would like to learn how to play something. At some point. Well, now you have something. To I'll learn. teach you. I'll tell you what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, I'll teach you. Give me your top three songs that you love. Okay. And I'll teach you them. On, I'll teach you them on a the guitar. I spoke about this. I think one of the very early podcasts I did attempt to learn guitar years and years yeah. ago. And I just quit because it wasn't instantly good. That was it. It was. <laughs> you had a bad teacher, did you? No, no. It was my uncle Martin, who was a fantastic mu- musician. <laughs> so I can't speak bad of him because he's he is, and he taught one of my cousins at the same time. And my cousin's a really good guitar player now. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it was the student that was the problem. I don't think it was the, the you just teacher. Didn't have the uh, graph. But I do. But I, I I cut music every day. Like I'm constantly. Yeah. I, I, I know. Yeah. I understand music. Like and I used to. Yeah, I used to cut music a lot. Like I do a lot of like a lot of live sessions with bands and all that kind of stuff. And I know, like, I, I understand music, and it's just, yeah. But playing it is, 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 is a different animal. Yeah, I, think, I don't know what's wrong with me. God, if your guitar teacher is Martin, it's like your next guitar teacher should be called Les Paul or something like that. 
Gibson. Gary Gibson. He lives in camp in Kerry. <laughs> Very good. Do you know when I tell you this? There's a guy, you know, like, uh, we used to have a wonderful guest coming up now, Dermot. West Kerry and this part of it. It's. F- He's, it's Hi, Dermot. How are you? Ah, I'm not falling for it. I actually okay. fell for it. <laughs> and you could see and I that faced way. in the door. Yeah. I was looking over. <laughs> looking for for it. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Well, there is a guy who lives up the road for me. He's retired now, an American guy, and he worked for Warner Brothers, and he was the manager of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And now he's just lives up the road from me here. Glad. I swear to God, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. What's and every name? day he walks by me, and I, I just I start singing Chili Peppers, Chili Pepper songs, <laughs> hoping that he wants to come out of retirement when he hears me. You know what I mean? How like, old is he? Could we get him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. I'll make contact with him now one of the days. I'll, yeah. I'll knock into him. That's Fred amazing. has about a million guests for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no no dates, no nothing. <laughs> one of these days. Nothing. One of these days. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it's up there with Christmas <laughs> present. It's coming, lads. I'm like a shit dad. I'm like an alcoholic dad. Oh, don't you worry, lads. Yeah, yeah. Have a good Christmas. Could we arrange the Christmas presents for like Paddy's Day or something? Yeah, <laughs> gives you, that, gives you, that gives you another month just to get, just to make you get ready. So yeah, he lives up the road from me, so I'll uh, make, make contact with him now. And, get, and he used to manage the Strokes. Really? Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? I, I don't. I just heard. <laughs> <it>. I <don't. laughs> You're making this up, Fred. I'm not making hey. it up. I'm the, not, I've, I've, I was told is about. This is a dream you had this, the other no, night. Does no, this no. guy hair cheap now? Can I be honest? Which is, I never met him, and uh, but there's a lad. <laughs> A retired lad who lives up the road from us from who used to manage the show. He's probably nothing to do with Do you know what? I'll, I'll do a bit more work into it and we'll have him on the show. Okay. We're yeah, going to hold yeah. you to He used to work yeah. for the Brendan Brothers baking bread <laughs> up in Dublin and Fred's got some his yeah. wires crossed. He had a stroke at one point so and he's retired. He used to make a lovely red hot chilli bread. <laughs> red hot chilli <laughs> bread. <laughs> Fritz made up this whole story in his head. <laughs> we get your man down for the podcast. When did you stop working? Last night! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we've ended. It's, it's we're on planet Fred now, aren't we? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he's on the zero. He's still in the zero. Fair play to him. <laughs> Tony, you are very musical. Do you, oh, mind, do, do, do you mind if I... Oh, you work away. And we're passing it around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being back in the 60s. <laughs> Later, <laughs> Dermot probably think it's rich. Oh yeah. I often think songs like that, if the notes are really close together, it's creepy, isn't it? Like shows it's yeah. chosen for example. I'm giving it a white hair. Thank you. Give a good white. Maybe clean it in your nice wool. Jacket. Look. How do you, wrong way, is that? No. I can't do it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like how creepy is the pink pants? You don't blow, yeah. All the notes together. <laughs> I can't play it. I can't play it. He's, he's got to teach me. I have, a, I have a fucking degree in music. Come on. Before I play this gazoo, I'd like to tell everyone I've got a degree in music. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you're taking a piece of bread. You put your lips together. Oh, what? You put your lips together. Oh, I got it now. I got it. That's creepy, isn't it? No, it's creepy when you do it. <laughs> That's broken. Oh, broke. You broke it. The batteries. Oh, the batteries must be gone. Yes, you broke it. God almighty, Fred, I can't believe you can't you operate know, that. I'm very like to be real intellect on, oh, this is a real great intellectual podcast to become. Not, I heard Billy yeah. talk about folk learning the land. He comes in and I'm like, sit yourself down there, Darren. Oh, God, I feel sick. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> you're only getting well. You're only getting better again. Exactly. Well, you're all going to get sick now because you played my gazoo. So. <laughs> well done, lads. Oh Christ. So, come here. Just a general question. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, I think we mentioned it one of the first podcasts, but uh, food. Yes. Like food is obviously a massive part of everyone's life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we kind of mentioned what's your favorite type of food, but like getting into the nitty gritty of food like what what kind of food are you really into? do you like cooking do you I like cook cooking at home Tony all the time like yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's I'll spend I can spend all day I'll spend 12 hours cooking easy 12 hours cooking yeah I'll, I love slow cooking and kind of yeah prepping I love that, yeah, slow like this week what's that I made so far as in like you put something into the slow cooker and just leave it I, I do a really lazy dinner tonight but <laughs> it takes you ages to think about <laughs> but I, like this week <laughs> I spend 11 hours thinking about what I'm going to make and then I get a microwave meal yeah so like like uh, <laughs> like last night we had a I made a jambalaya What's oh, a jambalaya? Oh my! Yeah, what's a jambalaya? A jambalaya is basically it's it's chicken and prawn uh, with rice cooked in tomato and all spice. New Orleans. And, yeah, it's New Orleans kind of cr- Creole, Creole, Creole kind of oh, dish. Wow. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Like it was beautiful. Like and like before that, then I had um, cod gratin, which is uh, basically cod with pesto and spinach with melted uh, mozzarella on top, and then served on mashed potatoes and asparagus and munch too and sugar snaps and all kind of long stem broccoli and whatever. That's why I, I oh, love cooking. Very yeah, good. yeah. Would like, so do you make an effort every night of the week? I try to, to yeah. yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm at home, like I I'll cook for again. I'll put on something like if I'm doing like a tikka masala, that'll cook for five hours, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll just leave it sit there. The only you thing put is it in slow cooker. Yeah, it yeah, drives me insane though. That's the thing though. And it's it's an interesting question though. But like slow cookers are, are great, but there's there's actually a way to use them. You can't just well, I think. Sometimes, say for example, if you're making a mm-hmm. stew or a casserole, or something you kind of need to brown everything off in the pan. I of course you start. Oh yeah, yeah. start it. Yeah, because yeah. I know people are like, yeah, I got a slow cooker, but shit. And I'm like, what are you on about? So, mm. Yeah, I just put everything in. It just tastes bland. But they're putting every all the ingredients in in yeah. raw from like scratch, cook, especially chicken. Like you know, yeah. obviously it's all cooked by the end of it. Yeah, but you're missing a whole yeah. couple of layers did, of flavor. I did a beef stew in mine last week, and I did like like I did like I cooked, but it was two cans of Guinness went into it as well. So it was a Guinness. And how many cans of Guinness went into you? I just have to have four just to make sure they were okay before six, so you bought a six I'm not going to cook with them no. yeah. four for me exactly, for exactly. but again well, that, that cooked for that was eight hours I think I cooked that for but by the end of it the meat Jesus like, yeah you could it was like you, it just disappeared spoon. when you mm. ate it it just evaporated it was that tender yeah yeah, yeah that's, I, could, I love eating I'll what about you Fred you, you I went love to cook cooks. Yeah, did you cook yeah I love uh Caramelizing like the onions and and uh, do you know especially uh, do you know I'll do do you know I'll do the exact same. Sometimes the only problem is with me with slow cooks. What? <laughs> Caramelizing. <laughs> no, just the way you said. Yeah, I love cooking. Yeah, yeah, I love I love caramelizing. <laughs> caramelizing the onions. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like for what? Like for like, what a, for like a beef? For like a, it depends on like chicken casserole or a beef slow cooker. Sorry, no, don't mind. Don't mind. You said it was just so funny. I, th- I love sorry. <laughs> Pointed the potatoes and the. I love the way I like stir the rice. Yeah. <laughs> I open that jar really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the sound a tin of coconut milk makes when I open it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not mad about uh, coconut milk, but uh, my wife asked for it because she thinks the curry is too strong, you know, uh, without it. So, uh, oh, yeah, uh, I love coconut. Green curry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cur- Curry's a funny one, though, isn't it? Because, like, obviously the Irish perception, well, the previous Irish perception of curry is, like, there was just one type of fucking curry. Brown curry. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, Chinese curry. curry. Yeah, yeah. Big lumps of onions in it yeah. and chicken or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like... I think we were talking about it before. We travelled to India, and like that—the that whole curry uh, 
world is a different world altogether. Like it's and every region is different. There's so many different styles: dry kind of curries, wet yeah. curries, coconut-based curries, tomato-based curries. Patrick is going to give out to me for this, but yeah. I have to give it a mention. Dave, who's my cousin's husband, they have uh, tomatines. Yes, they their curry is fantastic. Is it? Again, it's it's an Indian tomato-based curry. Well, oh, like just layers and layers of flavor. Oh, let's it's do it. Yeah. yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. If you get a chance, yeah. Bit how are you with How are you with spicy food, Fred? I'm not great. A bit better. My palate's got a bit better since you know. Since what, what What would What would be hot food for you? Like, would you like? Oh, well, like any. Would you chilies and stuff? Uh, it can ruin a thing. For, even like a Chinese there last uh, week, and for starters, there was like uh, chicken, uh, but just one chili chopped up in it. You know, being mm. among onions and 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 spring onion and. It just kind of, it just, my, my lips still too inflate. hot for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your just, lips inflated with too much chili, do yeah, they? Yeah, they do, yeah, yeah. I'm very sensitive skin. So, uh, just that kind of, so. Fair-haired lads, uh, fair-haired lads don't fare, fare well with chili, do they? Yeah, yeah. Is that true, uh, though? Apart, well, uh, look, if you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Because I hate not being, because I can't, I can't. I'm tempted, if you, if you look, I'm tempted to Google it now. <laughs> but, but if you look at all the countries where, like, spicy food and chili comes from, they yeah, tend to be darker-haired darker yeah. haired na- nations, yeah. like. Yeah. You don't go to Norway. You never hear about a Norwegian curry. Um, what would be in it? Like whale meat, blubber. Yeah, blubber. Yeah, a blubber curry. Blubber curry. Oh, that's, 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 that's like a town in Ireland. Yeah. Where are you from? <laughs> blubber curry. Yeah. Dermot. 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 Hey, he's oh. behind you. Our guest has arrived. Dermot, how are you? How's it going, buddy? He started. Yeah. Gary. Gary. Nice to meet you. Tony. Tony. Who I was just chatting with. Yes. Also happened to be chatting with this week. We're Twitter buddies. Are you Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He slipped into his DMs this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you up? How are you getting on? So, Dearman, you're Good. very welcome. Thanks yeah. a million for coming over. Thanks very much. Would yeah. you like a pint? Uh, I think Aaron, Aaron, is, on the, Aaron is on the case. Good yeah, man. I wouldn't yeah. want to see him going Thursday. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't expect it coming back here now to be. So basically, uh, I've been looking up a little bit about you. I didn't want to over, good, yeah, over analyze it because yeah. I want to ask you what you're about and all that kind of stuff. Can we go right the way back to the beginnings of Dermot? You were uh, a hurler for Wexford, wasn't it? Yeah, and you're captain. Uh, captain. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Not at the beginning. They wouldn't give it to me in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work my way up. To that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how hard it works, but like. You do have to, uh, yeah, you have to cut your cloth. But there was an interesting rule that used to be in where the county champions would choose the captain. Yeah. And sometimes, what I felt anyway, was sometimes that meant that, because, okay, they've figured out how to win a local championship and that's not an easy thing to do necessarily. But you mightn't have somebody cut from the cloth of a captain, I felt. You know, and so I didn't think it was the best rule. And then they changed it. But I came in on either side of it in 2008. We won a county championship, our first, the first one when I was uh, properly playing and playing with Wexford. And so I got the captaincy for Wexford the following year because of the rule. And then they dropped the rule. So it was a voting system? It, no, it was, was it? no, it was if, you, if your team won the championship, right. the yeah. club selected the captain. Okay. So they'd select one of their own. And uh, I, like anywhere, I suppose, anywhere you go, you're not necessarily your own ones, you know, you're... Imagine like little Johnny being picked to be the captain. Yeah. Of course, every yeah. mother would do it, but they're not necessarily the best qualified for the job. So it changed in 2008, and in 2009 they brought in the okay, we'll select somebody who's actually a captain, yeah. and and I got the captaincy that year as well. So it was nice to to get it on both sides of it because you'd, I kind of felt I'd earned it. Yeah, second yeah. time round, you know. How long did you play for Wexford? 
10 years. Wow, Jesus. How, how old were you when you started off with them? 21, 20, 21, 22. Okay. I was kind of playing with, I went off to America when I was 20, 21. Like, I, I always, we'd, I'd four, three brothers, there was four boys, and my father was from Handball Stock, and he just, whatever. What, what, where was he from? Was he from? New Ross, New Ross. in Wexford. Yeah. And that would be a big handball country. Mm, um, yeah. And his, his grand uncle would be Dickling and he did world championships and all that kind of stuff. So we were in that. And I remember playing a game of handball up in Clubon or somewhere in the back end of nowhere in Wexford. Uh, sorry, some winter Clubon. But I played and... I got beaten like 15-1, 15-2 and we were coming out dead rollers. We were dead coming rollers. out coming out the door my father's like okay that's not for you let's find, <laughs> let's find something let's find something else give me a stick yeah, yeah give me a stick so. Well, so you went from handball not being like your thing to being the captain of a hurling team in Wexford my I, God, was, I, was, like, I was young the stick was, was the difference I was young now look at when we were when we were younger in our house whatever however the game grabbed my father I don't know but We'd stand, people ask about your early uh, experiences with the game. Mm. One of our earliest experiences that I remember is being like five or six and standing at the fridge and my father would have the shopping on a Friday night, yeah. taking out eggs one by one out of the box, throwing them across the kitchen. We'd catch them, throwing bottles of milk, throw whatever, whatever came out. And we'd be standing at the fridge, catching the thing, putting it in. Like that was the, yeah. and then we'd mm. go into the sitting room and three brothers, we'd be, you know, battling for he'd be just throwing the ball up between us and we'd be trying to catch yeah. it so he was really into it just getting the reflexes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he just I don't know what it was yeah. I don't know. and so I always just assumed he just said to us the four of you are going to play for Wexford and I was like okay that's that sorted grand <laughs> okay. and, yeah. and I never Sit there, there was back. never a period where I thought so when I had 20 finished in college or whatever I was like right I'm going on the road now because when I come back I'm I'm going about my business. I'm going about playing hurling for Wexford. Yeah, yeah. So when I came back at maybe 21, I was in around the panel for a little bit and playing with someone like Wexford won the All Ireland in, in 1996, and I was 15. And like, that's just prime yeah, time on, yeah, influence. Yeah, 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 you know, course. I was like, okay, Martin Story, Liam Dunn, George O'Connor. Like these are like like my skin is tingling when I say George yeah. O'Connor's name, even though he's like a long-term friend and mentor. I had goosebumps even thinking about the influence that that he had on the field, you know. So it was always... It's genius. It was always... Yeah, it's interesting with it's interesting with gen- it's interesting with genius. You know, there's like, I think there's like a there's a genius in a, in in aggression and in strength yeah. or something as well. It's, ne- it's never given the title of genius. It's always given like well, that fella's just tough yeah. or athletic or whatever. Well, but those fellas are genius in their own in their own oh, way. Yeah, you know? but it's these sort of DJ Kerry stuff footage. It's like I mean, but he was possible? a straight he was a straight up genius. Yeah, yeah, he was a straight up yeah. genius, unquestionably. I mean, I to stop for a second. There's many points around. Yeah. Thanks, lads. Thanks, guys. Lovely, lads. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, We're going to edit this said genius and then be like, well, thank you. Thank you, Dermot. <laughs> I've seen your work, I've seen your work, work friend. I've seen your work. I'll be able to tell after Friday. I have tickets for Friday. Oh, you? You're playing in Dingle on Friday and uh, I got tickets during oh, the week. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking the, forward to uh, it. Or is it the half nine show? No, the seven o'clock. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be at so that much. too. I'll nice. But, yeah. nice. but I, I, I didn't buy the tickets though. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's bad maybe, I, maybe I should have held off as well. I know, yeah, you would have given Fred a little. You'll have to give him a refund, um, Fred. In fairness, he's on the podcast. For Aaron, sake. look at if I. We could do, you could be one of those, it just it, let me forget one of those stages where I mean, don't know why I'm signing myself up for this, but you see so many clips now on social media of comedians yeah. interacting with the crowd, you know, what's your story? And so maybe if we just have a little, you know, a little chat on stage. Oh, he's you can, so picking you in. Oh, you, yeah, you, you can, have, yeah, a, you can yeah. have a crack at me then, you know. <laughs> 
I find some of those comedians uh, social media maybe a, uh, I'm just a bit sensitive but, but there's, there's some guys you know and lads are just minding their own business you know what I mean it's quite yeah. aggressive the comedian you know yeah like, yeah yeah stay to you mate yeah what kind of a jumper is that you know, like, <laughs> you know I just here for a night could you leave me alone could you you know what I yeah, mean yeah. 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 Uh, with the mean? girlfriend and putting on his yeah, best exactly. jumper and he gets absolutely yeah. hammered for it yeah they do they do they don't hold back do no, they no no I think, I think some of the Oh, they might call themselves alternative comedians but they feel that's the way to go mm. you have to be aggressive but <laughs> you know you have people uh, and so, sometimes it can work and sometimes it's needed uh, mm. but uh, you know as I said, you have people who it's their Thursday or Friday night you're just out with their partner they're tired from work they mm. sit down yeah. they're kind of you know for abuse. they're yeah. not reading the room right so you're you're, you're, you're in mm. the business essentially of pushing the line of what can be said and what can't be said and because you have a microphone in front of you and you're up on stage yeah. it seems like you're given more permission to just you get away with an awful lot more and say maybe what and that's the role of the jester yeah, archetypally yeah. anyways like say what nobody else can say say yeah, what nobody else yeah. is willing to say but then that gives you a license like sometimes I look at some of the clips of um, Ricky Gervais at, yeah. the, at the Oscars and I just like humor is humor like that's like, yeah. and, and taking the piss out of people is taking like that's and that's you know and they should get their little bit of comeuppance every now and then whatever but there's also there's a fine line with nastiness. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and there's a bit of it is a bit nasty. I'm like, you know what? But I think that's the Chris Rock line where he, he just kind of when with the Will Smith thing this year, he just like stepped over the line, that little bit too far. So well, did he? I suppose. Yeah, and that was like his. Did wife, he frame? Yeah. But I don't think he did step over the I line at all. His wife's got alopecia, and he yeah. No, he took but it, it, I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah Hard to know anyway. in the presence of the yeah. person for sure. Yeah. If you said it about yeah. somebody who was al- alopecia, but it wasn't was, a bad joke. He didn't take the piss out of out of her disease or out of the way she looked. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was just a, it was a reference to yeah. a, to a movie yeah. that starred a female, yeah, yeah action star that was that had a shaved face. head. Yeah, well, I think mean? it's I think not like he gave her a direct insult and said, "Listen, I think that's a really you know interesting I mean? point." With, and for for comedy and for a lot of things, in and particularly online now, where you, there's so much you can and can't say without yeah. you know fear of being of, of the mob, like. Is and I love the Buddhist philosophy of right intention. Like, what's mm. the intention? Oh, of course, what's the intention yeah. behind yeah. the words you're saying? What's the intention behind the word that you're saying? Like, yeah. even the words that, that you can't say now that are banned. It, yeah. It's like, well, what, what's, what's the in, intent in, behind? Yeah. What is the intent? Yeah. And you have like that subtlety. I think is very important. And and in human conversation, yeah. you see it. Well, you it, see the intention yeah. very clearly because there's so much more. Happening. Do you know, like a, 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 yeah. a, a, a simple example of that is particularly in Kerry. I don't know if you come across it back where you live in Dermot, but like. The see you next Tuesday word is yeah. used in Kerry like very flippantly. Like, yeah. every, like your best mate yeah. could be the biggest see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday you've ever <laughs> yeah, met. And, uh, and, and, and I'd well, be, well, be well, I've no problem say saying it. Like. Cunt is the word we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. folks. In case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. But I, it, it to some people is very offensive. Yeah. People who spend time in America, it's very offensive. I yeah. Find. You know, you and, and yeah. that, that's kind of an example of what you're talking about. It's all about context. Who you're saying it. The way it's being said is is vitally important. And you know. Obviously, when you print things or type things onto a social media outlet, you're losing that context, yeah. and you're not you're not actually saying it subtly. And anyone is, is can read it whatever way mm-hmm. they want. Yeah, you know, even for you, you to say, see you like see you next Tuesday. <laughs> it's like. We Why all, are you we saying all, that? We all know. We all, yeah, we all yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. Like you know, we all know yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, so yeah. like, what, what, what's the, the what's the ban yeah. on what's the ban on words and how and how yeah. far does that go? You know, it's it's a really interesting thing. That's well, there's, that's no, there's no need for that, Gary. Like, for was a bit much, Gary. It was funny when you say that about like dancing the line, and like I don't even dance line that much. Like recently, I was had this stuff about. Which is true. I, when I was a kid, I, de- I was local radio. Me, there was LMFM, 
You might remember. I know. Right? And uh, so I dedicated a love song to myself anonymously. Because we have one of them. There were Navin shopping centre. We're not going out in the bedroom again. This is the truth. So there's a piece of paper, and it was Navin shopping centre. I wrote it down. Take that, and then I said to him, "What, what time is that? will that be out?" And they said that'll be out in half an hour. <laughs> so I had enough time to get home, the Kells, right? Uh, like mum and dad in the car, and I'm sitting there in the kitchen with the radio on, knowing that this is going to happen, right? And then Brian Adams came on, right? This is dedicated to Frank Cook. You know, I'm mad about you, I'm mad in love with Janice. I can't wait to meet up again. Now, my parents were very worried because I was only like 11 years of age. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a paedophile is trying to infiltrate the system through like LMFM radio do you know but wow you were advancing your thinking for 11 year old aren't yeah, you like, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. Good, that's, yeah. Good, plan, that's yeah. good planning ahead man but I, I was thinking about that joke recently the joke that joke is, ultimately it's about paedophilia it's about yeah. grooming do you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. but I made it work because yeah. I reversed it I was the person who did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I think comedians, I think sometimes you just have to dig a bit deeper to make it work. Yeah. So when you talk about the Chris Rock joke, it was an okay joke, you know what I mean? But he could have made it funnier if he dug a bit deeper. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah, think, yeah. you know? Like, okay, okay. But so he, reverse, I suppose, it, reverse it, and you get away with it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't realise he was going to get slapped in the face either. No, no. It seems to have launched him, though. He seems to have gotten yeah, tougher. He seems to have gotten. He yeah. went in and did some hard work, and he's come out now, and he's doing some, a lot of good stuff. He's very direct. He's a little more. Is Will Smith? Li- no. Oh, Jesus, yeah. no, no, no. I don't Chris know where Rock. Will Smith is. He seems to be um, in a different. Chris Rock seems to have, in his comedy, he seemed to like himself an awful lot more and he's coming out more like Chappelle maybe who's dispensing yeah, with kind yeah. of valuable life lessons which is a difficult thing to do yeah. as well as yeah. to mix with comedy you know because there are things uh, to be said you know a funny pontific- pontificator <laughs> yeah yeah you know, yeah, like, so yeah. It's, uh, but yeah well, a rare breed well yeah Will Smith surely made a clown out of himself yeah, yeah that's, I, 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 there's no, there's no, you can't hit somebody. If he, had, if he had, no, had an issue with it, he yeah. should have dealt with it in a different way, you know. Yeah, I mean, because it, yeah. what, what he's doing as well is opening the floodgates for people like you know Fred. Or for, yeah. at the end of the day, comedy is is taking it's a, a joke. It's taking yeah. a piss out yeah. of whether it's a subject or a particular type of person, you know. I suppose it opened up a, maybe a valuable conversation around like the, the 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 reading of the body language at the time was something around you know like um, Jada Pinkett Smith looks at like he, you know he kind of. Nobody's sure for a second, yeah. and then she looks at him. He's like, "Oh hurt. shit, I gotta yeah. do something." And it's kind of like, "Okay, yeah. like you step up now because yeah. you're my, you yeah. know, you're my like, protector." Y- y- yeah, and 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 I suppose the criticism of them is there's a little bit of you're my bitch, like you're my, yeah. you're you're the person who I'm controlling in some way. That's like that's the the, the narrative. I don't know the relationship, obviously, um, but that's that that was I think that was more interesting probably for just for your your, your mm. average man mm. who's looking in saying okay what's my where do I stand on that where yeah. do I stand the mo- am, am I was it a, was it a moment what looked like to me essentially because he chose probably the wrong thing to do is a moment of weakness that's a, he, he, it was a weakness yeah. uh, Will Smith unveiled a weakness probably um, and so we all would look at that and wonder. What a what a what an awful time! Like the the the, the one night he gets an Oscar, and yeah. this is what you remember. It'd be like <laughs> winning the county file in the Wexford and go yeah. up to the microphone, going, "You're all a pack of see you next Tuesday." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! You did so well to get this yeah. far. You'd get away with slapping a fella. You get away with slapping a fella after the county final. You don't at the Oscars. You know? <laughs> well, like, yeah, there's no helmets. No helmets. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Maybe Crazy. next year's Oscars, you might see lads coming up. With helmets. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a fucking that'll be a sketch man that'll be a sketch actually, actually yeah we just didn't hear about like what, what was it like pucking a ball around with no helmets on like any serious injuries or no um, 
I, I, I listened. There's a fellow who. You're a hot. beautiful symmetrical man for a <laughs> split. I, I, the beard covers he's it. Got no <laughs> jaw. Yeah, he's got no jaw <laughs> under the beard. <laughs> Neck has been scraped <laughs> off. No, it's um. Uh, there's a, a, a friend of ours in, a, in our club was his name was Martin Quigley who played he was part of the Quigley clan now for hurling people he'd be a, a well known character and uh, he had 56 65 something along that stitches in his head alone mm-hmm. now, wow. his head Jesus Christ alone that's so I was like okay that's okay I, I take that point I have to do something with that I'm not yeah. finding that information out for nothing mm. I, I need to wear a hat and then one day when I was playing and I used to get I used to mix. I had like a red and a blue fi- helmet that I made myself, and <laughs> with a Sorry? yeah, like took two helmets apart and put them, changed them. So completely well, defeated the person pur- purpose of wearing a fucking helmet. Well, to begin with. in some sense, because it was like a big huge hole here, and the, the base guard was kind of hanging on. But I got a belt up against Offaly in the league. I remember in Burr and a fella pulled and I went in to block him and somebody hooked him and the hurl came up and he pulled like full belt to strike a ball yeah. oh, and I went in to block and somebody hooked him and I got that straight in the face guard and I was like okay mm. if I didn't have that face guard I was dead dead no fucking yeah. dead he would have killed me on the spot so yeah. I was like okay that's 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 that, that. They didn't, I didn't need to wait for yeah, it's now yeah. compulsory uh, so you finished doing your, your hurling thing how did you end up here What's the, what brought you to Kerry uh, I finished hurling in 2000 and with Wexford and went up to work for Off the Ball, who were, um, you know, the, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I went up to work for them, which was like a dream job yeah. to be offered yeah. to just talk about sport yeah. Yeah. for it's not Baggett Street, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and I was, yeah. uh, I was, I had been teaching, so I went up there to do that. And and the job was the job was ideal, but there was too many questions. Like when you're in the bubble of uh, GA or probably any bubble, when you're in your bubble. I, I think you if if you're really committed to it you it, that comes at a cost of yeah. all the rest of the areas of your life yeah. that don't really get the same attention because yeah. you're just so tunnel visioned about one thing and you, you can get away with that now in your 20s in Ireland because it's an extended um teenage years really like you know you go to yeah. college and you go for like seven or eight years yeah. and you might get you you're know, a teenager till you're 30 essentially yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. like so you, you 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 can get away with that um so I did and then it's a common thing, much more common, I suppose, than would be spoken about. Um, m- m- more spoken about now is hurlers fall off, hurlers, footballers, whoever those people are that have. I guess comedy would be different, music is different because you, you know the, the continue that on for a much longer time. <coughs> yeah, the yeah. part might get mm. finer as you go, whereas hurling the body says at thirty or thirty-two, or whatever. That's mm. that's it. I can do no more. So what do you do I'm too old now to become a professional soccer player. It's oh, terrible, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah, because you should. Yeah, you yeah. should really. <laughs> Well, how does that, does that been like training to do, Fred. <laughs> does the whole family mechanic then of being in a team? Does that when that goes away? Do you really do you, do you miss it? Um, well, we weren't very good, so I, <laughs> I didn't. In some respects, it's that. Yeah. In some respects, in some respects, it's missing the like. It's it's both missing just the. the your life is regulated for you so you don't have to learn how mm. to regulate yeah. your life essentially you know when you get to college and you're 18 yeah, and all of a sudden yeah. you've got this choice that you haven't had before <clears throat> um, and for, for when you're playing hurling it's like whatever three days a week of collective training and two in the gym and then a game at the weekend and that's like that's it that's what you're doing and then you have that time I suppose on the far side of it uh, but also I think it's probably a recalibration of your direction in your life Mm -hmm. and you get to meet parts of yourself that you don't like and you meet parts of yourself that are totally undeveloped and like my creative my my creative like hurling is 
incredibly creative in its own right mm. but you know when it comes to theatre performance to being yeah. finding humour yeah. in the moment like fucking like it's what a gift like so those things were were, were, were definitely lacking and I suppose you meet that in yourself and you're like oh shit that's uh yeah, I've, I've, I'm going to have to struggle here for a while before I, I can get out of that. You what, know? what kind of a life were you living like during those hurling years? Were you I was teaching. Teaching, yeah. What were you teaching? Where did you go to college? In a primary school. Uh, I was in UCD. So a lot of driving home for weekends and stuff. Yeah, stuff yeah. But Wexler people are fright, yeah. man. They go to UCD yeah. or they go to wherever in Dublin. Yeah. They're down the road at the weekends. And I was like that. And I was back, going back mm. for training and stuff like that as well. What years were you in UCD? Oh, 99 to 02. Uh, I was 99 to 2004. Okay, so we're the same age. A, a Dermot Butler. Dermot oh, Butler? Yeah. Yeah, you I know Dermot them? well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mutual hurler friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we, same, we walk in the same crew. Yeah. Yeah. Or Brent Dom. Brent Dom. He looks similar, actually. Yeah, You're yeah, wearing a tweed yeah. scarf and he's wearing a yeah. tweed jacket. I look like Dermot when you let yourself go. <laughs> 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 oh brilliant so you went to, you went up to work in Dublin then and you were I went to work in Dublin and then when I was in Dublin when I had so I had left hurling at 28 and I went travelling uh, we played a game we played a game up either Carl or somebody anyway and so to, to backtrack a bit and I've spoken about far too much but when I was 26 I got an injury before an all Ireland quarter final against Tipperary I got injured in the Leinster final against Kilkenny and they had just introduced the cryotherapy chamber <coughs> in Wexford yeah. so this idea very much scientific idea that if you, you can heal injuries and you can heal mm. micro tears or whatever it is faster by mm. going into these rooms that are minus 120 degrees so I went into that and just it just whatever I suppose I was after playing in Crow Park the previous day we'd been out on the beer probably after after that my system was already I was also pleasing everybody and being somebody else in my life yeah. all the time so yeah. I was just running and running on this kind of treadmill that there was no real source of energy behind in some respects there was because I was really passionate about hurling so that was yeah. that you was fit, kind of saving me you felt like there was something not <coughs> missing, so, I there was, well I suppose at the time I didn't because I was just doing it mm. but then when I went into the cryotherapy chamber for whatever reason because other people go in and they're fine but I went in and it froze my body and right. for I couldn't eat I couldn't sleep I couldn't drink for months and months and months like I, I, I still really? haven't wow. ever really recovered from it you know just destroyed me absolutely destroyed me wow yeah my man, you know, you can do. You know, you hear lads who go off to like Australia or America and they talk about the crack they had. And I say, oh, yeah, what were you doing? Yeah. Labour on a building site. Oh yeah, what time did you get up for that half five? I'm like, grand, grand. I'm sure you had great crack in the pubs, but getting up to labour in a construction site at half five in the morning is terrible yeah, no because not having enough sleep is a killer. Yeah, so I had spent yeah three or four years hurling. So I was teaching. I go to school, teach, finish at three, home to bed by half three, like out the door, straight home, into bed, two hours sleep get a bit of food, go training, straight home, back into bed. Like, so you no time to be creative. Yeah, you well, well, that's, that's, you no time to be creative, but you no time to that, At that stage, at that yeah. stage, I was just surviving. Yeah. Just yeah. surviving. So when you hit the, 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 the cryo chamber, is that, is that the correct term? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're saying this thing happened to you that basically changed the rest of your life? Yeah. And uh, yeah. How, how would you describe that? Or uh, I suppose now, you look, the same as you look back at all the steps in your life, like generally you can, if you're, I was just talking to Aaron about it outside actually, you know, if you, when you stand at the bottom of a mountain, for those who climb mountains and look up, you're like, Jesus, how am I ever going to get that? It seems mm. so far away. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get up to the top, you see all the little parts along the way that you're after traveling and it doesn't seem like such a bad thing. Yeah. And similar to that, it's like, I, it was essential. It was essential in so many ways to answer so many questions but it was such a bitter pill as well because I lost so much physical 
power yeah. and capability and all so that it, kind of stuff. So it, it physically affected your... Physically, it was huge. And then that, that swamped my mind after a while because if you, if you ever had a physical illness that, that's relentless, eventually you're like, yeah. is this my fault? Am I doing yeah. it? And you're just constantly in your head, what's wrong? What's, why is there something wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And you're just in this loop all the time. So I suffered for... When I was in, that's why off the ball didn't go so well was I... Okay. I just <clears throat> I couldn't I couldn't get comfortable in it because I was suffering. The other thing as well I find, and Des Cal told me this, that if you if you play football and you become a sports commentator, you're and you you offend someone, you offend a hurler or a GA player, you're offending your own. Do you know what I mean? It's fine if you're separate from it. It's okay for me to be in a, in a pub looking at a TV screen. Yeah. You know, going, Jesus, you know, with a, <laughs> I'm so shit at soccer, I can't even think of any players. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, but Does that fella Messi, maybe? That was, yeah. So no, exactly. just, we, could, we could start at the yeah, top, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> but Pelé. he's perfect. Can't give out about him. Gaza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul McGrath. Ronaldo that, that plays football, I think. Stephen Ireland, Stephen Ireland. Yeah. Okay, and you're like, you know, you're kind of like, what the, oh, what the fuck's the at? You know what I mean? Like, mm. and then, uh, but you know, but to be a soccer player and to go on and and then judge it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Gary Lineker, or uh, yeah. do you know, there's pressure there as well, isn't there? Well, I suppose you must get in, a lot of back in in relation yeah. to that. I suppose, and I don't think this is separate from hurling or from life. I, I'm sure if I, do you know, you like, you might say something. Someone might say something tonight, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" I'd be at home later. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Of course, yeah. Who the yeah, fuck? Yeah. But if I knew what your day was like, if I knew what your week was like, if I knew what was going on for yeah, you, and it's yeah. some of the work that I do, I work with with teams now, and you bring them out, I bring them out into the forest, have a fire with them, and cook up a bit of deer or whatever, and and I just create a space for them to answer some simple questions like, "How are you?" Yeah. yeah. And these are lads now who sometimes they be asking each other, "What do you do for work?" These are lads who spend. 30 hours in a week to get her training and they're like what do you do for work it's like how don't you fucking know that so mm-hmm. when they uh, when they te- when they unveil something of what's going on for them you know mm. there's like the, the manager of one of the teams I was looking for was battling with this fella for a full year he said and then at the at the camp he was like your man said yeah like I lost my father last year mm. and he didn't know that yeah, and he said his, his attitude towards him just completely changed yeah. so in relation to the fans, I mean, there's there's obviously the hilariousness of the situation. There's a fella on a bar stool talking about a fella who's dedicated his entire life to his craft, yeah, yeah. criticizing him. It's a comedy from start to finish. But if if they also knew, you know, if they knew what that was, if What's they knew on? what that was, if what Every, that was everyone like, has a personal story that's going on. If in the you background. had, if yeah. you had this, st- if you were just, if you could create enough space, like fuck, it's a real, yeah. it's a hard skill to master. But if you can create enough space in yourself to allow for the fact that the person offending you or who's not behaving in the way yeah. you want the world yeah. to work in that moment, I think it it creates enough space in yourself to say right that's I can I, I don't need to personalise that yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. probably going through something I know? work on a TV show called Underdogs for TG Carr you yeah, probably know yeah, it yeah yeah I and do, it's, again, I it's do. What, that's exactly what the whole thing is it's about people that for some reason their life went off in a different direction and yeah. they just lost that pathway to the GAA and again yeah. and that's something they've always read it. and Underdogs is a chance to get back into that routine yeah. and being part of a team and train towards something but I'm just going to bring it back to, uh, for a second because again like I know what you do yeah, Fred, I think knows it. You so you're what you do now, left. though. Gary's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. So he does yeah, that. Yeah, he'll yeah. be back. He, I don't know. <laughs> At some point, he might come back to me. Maybe the next. Podcast. Have to talk to the barman. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. There's a lot yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. That thing I said. That thing I said to you earlier. I just want yeah. to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> But what you do at the minute, you you do retreats for yeah. It's the Wild Irish retreat, is that the yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. And is that is that Kerry base or is it 
all over Ireland. How, how does it work? Um, it started off as Kerry-based. I, I spent a couple of summers on the Blasket Islands, and when I was out there one time, there was a bunch of divers, about 30 divers. Apparently, it's an mm-hmm. amazing place to go diving. Mm-hmm. And I was down in one of the low fields looking up at the houses. There's three main houses that are still yeah, no, kind well, of in operation, yeah. Billy's Place, yeah. you know. And the place, all the houses were full. The lights were on, the half doors were open, there was, there was singing, there was yeah. people walking from door to door. I was like, oh wow, this is what... Island life. This is what the island yeah, was yeah. like, you know, Perfect, this yeah. is it now. So I was like, fuck, I'd love to run a... So in a moment. I was, yeah. yeah, and I said, I'd love to run a retreat out here. So myself and my partner, I had just met Siobhan, and she was into a lot of the same stuff that I was she's into. she's a poet. She's a poet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A perfor- yeah, a performance artist of some... Of some she's of, Yeah, she brings in a few different things, but that's where she was at at that time. And we... The, the Irish language had come to me in a very short time. Um, I mean, over a long period of time, but that initial spark. Like, mm-hmm. I, I came down here at 21 um, for my Gaeltacht when I was, you know, I was teaching teacher training, but I just made the Wexer panel, and they were like, no drinking. There's this yeah. obsession in the GA with drinking, or no drinking. There's like six-month drinking bans, and lads go bananas in for three months, but they don't care about that. <laughs> That's fine. You're, so you're, it's like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. We're those three months, <laughs> but we can't be seen for the other six. That's what happened to Fred. He, he, he's on the he zero, zero now, three months yeah. off, yeah. and he hasn't gone back since. That was, that was in about <laughs> I'm 19, like that, I'm like that without the football or sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just said I'd pick a day. It's tag. Yeah. Well, you'd see us. You'd see us. You'd see us then in October, November. You know, for the rest of the year, we'd be off it. And so I came down to West Kerry, and I had to do two weeks down here and there was a, f- a fella who was into GA as happens in schools all over the country he was a fella in the course he was my Irish teacher and he said look you're going to fail the course you're Irish is cat just sort it out when you went down there and I was like like I, I didn't understand I couldn't possibly understand what Neil, he was saying Neil Higgum Neil Higgum I mean sorry Higme I, under, I understood the words yeah. but the gravity of the words I didn't understand because gotcha, yeah. sort your Irish out to me was like okay there's this subject in school and I have to get better at the verbs and the mokanilic or whatever it is I have to mm. learn that stuff and I have to be better for the test but when I came down here um, because I wasn't drinking and yeah. there was a lot of drinkers on the, on the course uh, I was out of whack with them and you know when you're in a pub with people who aren't drinking and you are or when they're drinking you're not drinking mm. it gets very boring very quickly so I <laughs> yeah. moved I, <laughs> yeah, Fred. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> I stepped out of the group yeah. and there was two or three other fellas there lovely lo- lovely chaps and they were like look at her when we're here maybe we'll just speak some Irish together yeah the revolutionary idea mm. in your Gaeltacht experience was let's just do everything through Irish for a few days and see what happens and how was your Irish at the uh, time my, it was so poor I was the yeah. only one in the class who was told like you're 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 out like you know you're not going to make it <laughs> because your Irish is so bad. Can I ask right. Fred? Can you talk about the show that you you you've done? Oh yeah, it's coming out at the end of this month. Okay, so you can talk about it. Yeah, Fred is equally as bad. Oh, I'm off. Fred, you're the full show. Ask Yeah, yeah. And uh, our teachers like <laughs> our teachers like you sit in Irish. Don't worry, it'll all come back to you. It'll all come back you to you. I was like, I never had it, it there for anything. <laughs> to come back to you. Because in my head, where is it? Where's leaving for Irish? You, you did a full comedy gig, Ask I did a TV show. I was going to do a comedy gig at Skelga, but I was. Uh, There's was too much work up anyway. Yeah, Don't exactly. worry about it. It was done, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I did? And I'm learning the lyrics again for promotion. Do you know the way you take a song at the end of the Grail Talk and you, like a well known song? You yeah, turn it yeah, Irish. yeah, yeah. So I took Sit Down by James. So I was like, Oh, see, she is so serious. <laughs> see, she is snack a lump See, she is, she is, she is. So nice. I didn't do any verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so that's where that was my party piece. I learned a bit, but I was very sick that week as well. Do you know what I mean? So okay. it's just 
<laughs> it was very so, sick that one. Yeah, yeah. over. No, just as a tummy bug. Can so you talk about that? what the show is about yet? Yeah, yeah, I can. It's uh, it's uh, uh, they send uh, people to the Gwail Talk to learn Irish. Now, some of them had amazing Irish already. There's this girl called Lauren Whelan. Do you know her? She's an Irish TikToker. She's 1.3 million followers on TikTok. Whoa. And uh, she's brilliant at Irish. So, uh, What's TikTok I don't know. in Irish? TikTok yuck. <laughs> TikTok, there's a no one, there's a fud on the yo. Yeah, TikTok. TikTok. That's the monkey knee lock, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was Des Cahill with really good Irish. And it was, oh, this is so funny. There's like two classes, right? So it was like, it was like the Ardeville, the higher level. And then it was like, we weren't, we were like, Gnonaville. We were probably, we were doing, looking back, we were doing fifth class Irish. We were doing basic verbs. Yeah. Do you know, and we were so bad. Like, man, Ushing Mullins was in my class. You know, he plays hurling for Mayo, but he's gone off now. But he he was saying, like, we were saying in, in I can't even say it in Irish, oh, Tom Green and Tacknav in Yay, oh, tonight. And he was like, he, he ended up saying, the sun will be shining tomorrow night. That's how bad, <laughs> that's how, that's how bad we worried, you know, like, and, uh, but, you know, it was a bit of crack, you know, and uh, yeah. you'd need, you said, how long were you, at, you were like, you were like you weren't that long at your Gwell talk, weren't you? Not? you no, were, I you had so I did three days, and on the third days. on the third yeah. night, I had a dream in Irish, and on the following, like, and I was in your position. I yeah. was sitting there, like the the shame and the embarrassment of, of being course. in a room, yeah. and particularly at the time, it was like thirty people in the class, twenty six women and four fellas, and it's like it's very hard to be a, a fool in front of twenty six exactly women, like yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. like when you're, yeah. I, I was young and single as well, and. Was I single? I'm not sure. But anyway, um, you're 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 you've kind of got your single boots on in some yeah. respects, like because you're not. It's not like you're settling down, rang. So I found I, after three days something after I had that dream, like the Tishel Ginnelik was still a mystery to me the following morning. Yeah. But the the, the the tension and the shame was gone, and oh. since that day f- till now, like I could spend I could spend hours on it. I could spend hours talking about like the beauty that has come into like I wouldn't be here I got yeah, chatting to Aaron inside yeah, town yeah, ask yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. and, and it's, all, it's an yeah. automatic amazing it's an automatic link like where you travel I, I know it's a little bit um, it's a bit much in many respects but I'll say it anyway like in that, that I love that there is actually a phrase in Irish uh, I see you as a hello mm. like with the Nav Navi or the Navi Navi no. people in in uh, Avatar. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. not sure. It's but but they're, they're James they're, Cameron made up people. They're, yeah, the blue fellas, American tribe. So their phrase was. Uh, I see you and then like whatever yeah. hold on to each other and say I see you and there is that phrase Kiamhu in, in, in Irish and and I feel like an awful lot of of the relationships that I made is that like I just went from here down to here because we both spoke Irish together like Brilliant. it was like automatically yeah. we're way we're mm. in way way deeper and the people and the situations that I've been been in because of that yeah. it just comes it's just a constant blessing like it really is the language is a constant constant so blessing after that revelation of, of, of mm. discovering that you wanted to learn Irish what, what was the next leg of your journey learning Irish did you just I, uh, no I went back and applied for a job in a Gael school in Wexford town teaching so when I qualified, I went for a t- teaching job. Now, I was pathetic. Like, right. I could open, <clears throat> honest to God, I could open to the page on the dictionary. If yeah. some, I, like, the kids be talking. Like, right. I remember in our, one of our first days, we were in a brand new school in Gales called Carmen, and the principal came on the, did one of those speaker systems, you know, to say there's going to be a chinole, or there's going to be, you know, we're going to gather in the room at 12 o'clock, whatever. And she just rattled it off 
in Irish yeah. in Irish of course mm. and I was like losing it losing shit words. I don't know I don't know anything and I knew there was some jobs for me to do I, I couldn't yeah. just ignore that message so I was like okay kids who can tell me what the first thing that Moontar Anya said yeah. and like first <laughs> of, we have to be inside nice. now. we have to be outside at the, for 12 o'clock nice. we're going to meet but that's how bad yeah. it was and then like when we went on the, Christ- the first Christmas party with, with, the, with the staff they were all chatting away in Irish, like for sure, naturally, of course yeah. they were. And I was like, "What are we doing? We're speaking, we're speaking Irish on the Christmas party. What the what? We're meant to work, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I had that, still had that attitude, you know. But at, over time, then you I began, the I began to see. You're in the deep end. And really, you, but, really, at the but deep you're end. You're a good swimmer. If a I had clever swimmer. Well, if I hadn't been a fella, I wouldn't yeah. have got the job. The idea behind Wild Irish Retreat was definitely that there is an awakening of something and mm. we have been given the message over a long period of time that it's the taking in of something yeah. and we just it was our experience that that was not true mm. so if you're if you're here and and, it, and it's difficult with you know the with how inter, interracial Ireland is now in in not trying to be like you know what whatever that is I don't know what that is but there are so many people here who've been here for so long and they have got their Irish experience mm. from school that it's an awakening of something. It's really transferring that idea and I think it just, it requires that yeah. commitment. Like, it's, it's, it can't just kind of go and do it in a general sense. Like, yeah. it really requires this commitment to, to do something yeah, and to push yourself. And, and the hard part is, like, you know, we all spend so much time I think anyway, I spent a long time doing it and in some respects I still do it for sure. Like, we present this facade of, look, at I'm okay. Mm. You know, don't look here too long because I'm, yeah. I'm covered. If I can look yeah. somewhere else, you yeah. know, like this is all good. Or you might, the classic, deflect it with comedy or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. you know. When you're going to speak Irish, that struggle, your, the struggle of yourself becomes visible in your face because you're struggling to communicate something. Very, very basic you're c- trying to communicate something and you can't do it. Yeah. And so there's this like unveiling, like your your your, your your eyes become almost like windows into your soul. Totally and you're vulnerable. Like, you're vulnerable. totally vulnerable. And yeah. we don't like that. So no, we, what no. we do is we might go to the place, we might go to do it, but we never actually sit fully in it and allow ourselves to be fully open into it. Mm. And I think until you do that... You have to be willing to expose yourself. Like, yeah. You have to be willing now, to expose yourself. You have to find, I think you have to find, and not to say that, you know, we have, like there's people do different different ways, but one of the things that we found was if you're a little bit from the mantra of for men's work I would find that shoulder to shoulder men do things well and we kind of took that philosophy in a little bit and said right we're going to go forage seaweed we're going to collect the wild plants get the names see that the names have the medicine in the names to know what they are they might tell you something about the soil health whatever expose people to the richness mm. of the language but expose it to them while they're just side by side okay shin das okay kahime shin yinav okay gabra like you're just putting in words all of a sudden the words are coming and then they're starting yeah, to come yeah. you're out you're in the wild you're totally out of your comfort zone everybody else is mm. out and they're wild with you and all of a sudden something just begins to break down and you're less in your head thinking yeah. I have to learn this mm. and you're more in your gut releasing something and if that comes out mm-hmm. upside down we yeah. I don't give a shit like the you grammar that I don't yeah. care about and and and, <clears throat> and not many people do like like just like I know they do correct in some respects but it's, it's good to remember a teacher told me this in, in Ballyferret who was doing a grammar course there which I really didn't give as much time as I should have too but she said to me at one stage I'm not she was correcting people who were speaking and I was like come on like it's so hard it's hard enough to speak yeah. like what are you yeah. why are you correct and she's like I'm not correcting them I'm correcting the language 
don't personalize it. It's not a personal attack. Mm. You're, you're, you're part of a culture maybe who, who takes personal attack or any kind of criticism as part, but it's mm. not. We're correcting the language and that's really important. Yeah. And, and, and this happens to be an area where they believe that, like in, in Galway, I think, we'd say in Connemara, it's more we're going to bring Irish and English kind of together and move forward that way or they'll, you know, like Harlow, like there's words that come in that are a bastardization, you oh, know, yeah. whereas, whereas, whereas West Kerry has the more staunch, like there's protectors of the language yeah. because they know the language is a lineage and they know that the lineage is important. The way I see it is like our, our language was colonized. Our minds were colonized yeah. when our language was colonized. That was the idea of it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the English did. That's, a, that's, that's, you know, that's a clear that's fact. target that they had as fact. So, and, and, and to take someone's language, like their, their idea was you take someone's language where you take, you, you make them weaker. Mm-hmm. So if you take your language back, you didn't take a, brain surgeon to figure out what that does for you and I can only say that my like I feel my life is far far stronger has far more depth to it now just for me I'm not saying absolutely, anybody who doesn't yeah, have Irish yeah. no they're not absolutely. but there's this we're sitting on this gold mine and we're afraid to go down into yeah. it because it's it's hard on the way down you know well, now it's easier to say when you've already maybe gone into it by, by luck or I don't know how I got into it necessarily but it's certainly for the retreats now it's like yeah hmm. you can you can unlock something and it can start to come out and 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 it's been really I think it's it's look coming from a country that's like saturated in culture and music and poets and you mm. know uh storytellers and uh, you know having having our own language is is incredible it's just a pity that there there's a certain percentage of the population that are kind of almost I wouldn't say ashamed of it, but they kind of almost take that yeah, take, take yeah, the mick yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think it comes out the fear, though. I think people are just afraid <coughs> because yeah. they don't know it. Well, the usefulness question. I think the usefulness is probably a good uh, is a good way. And one of the things now, Siobhan has said this, my, my partner, um, and, and I've just taken it kind of on board as as that makes sense to me as a step forward. Let the insurance companies and let the let the business language remain through English. That's what English yeah. is. It's a well organized, well structured yeah. language. Yeah. That's it. That's that invites a hierarchical mm-hmm. ideology and it has all of that encoded in it. And that's what that is. Not old English, but the current version. Yeah. Let her creativity come through in Irish. Like, what kind of a mm-hmm. comedian? If you actually broke into your Irish, like, if you found yeah. it, if you found yeah. that nugget, mm. what, how how would you express it? How would, yeah. how would musicians express themselves? Mm. How would how would poets express themselves if they found that? nugget inside them you know it's yeah. a really interesting question yeah. I, uh, one I don't I can't say it would be better it would be worse I just obsessed with the question like I want to run a retreat mm. for just creative people so what else do you do on the retreats because I did see something about like, do you, do you hang deer skin and all so this kind there's of stuff a, look, it, we've branched off um, we've branched off I've gone more into men's work and Siobhan's working with women more and on the, in the men's work retreats again taking that philosophy of shoulder to shoulder mm. uh, could I go for the women's work one because I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm a bit softer. Take it dressed up. You need to like. shave the beard off. Yeah. Oh damn it! Depends. If you just identify, I suppose for a yeah, weekend. Enough, I mean, it seems to be the. There's women going, "Oh, t- I'm Gansey, go home." <laughs> <laughs> That's a very deep oh. voice. Hang on a second. Um, <laughs> I'll do the man's one anyway. Sign me up for the man's one there, Dermot. Please, give me the deer. Like, so there's a fella. Like, because we've built and it's still very, very small, but it's amongst a very, very beautiful group of people who are very interested in these things. Um, a following there are people all over the country who are like they're gifted they're, they're smiths they're masters of their yeah, craft yeah. Uh, like I met a fella recently he was a stone a stone mason dry stone walling and he was like yeah. look at I don't know anybody because I'm always dry stone walling but I'd love to do a dry stone walling retreat with you and mm-hmm. I was like 
done, sorted. I have the place. Let's do it. We'll do it in, in June. Oh, Rang sign me up, up for that. Sorted. Yeah, like, to do that I, in a heartbeat. Because I, I could see the man was a master. So I met this fellow, Dermot McGivney. I've known him for a couple of years. And I know he's constantly like, every animal we have, he's skinned it, eaten it, tanned it, done done everything. Wallets, mate, whatever. Yeah, and a yeah. real, like he went to one of the tribes in Canada and he was going out in the bush with them and they were hunting and bringing it back to him and showing him how to, to skin and butcher wow. in their way that was honouring like you burn down the hooves to yeah. make glue and like oh, wow. using every part of the of that's the, brilliant the I love that amazing. Yeah. amazing so we ran so we ran a retreat up at a friend of mine's place in Clare so we have gone outside uh, West Kerry now and we got seven deer in uh, had collected 15 skins and we had 21 fellas and they got in on a Friday night we had to prepare the skins that we had and then the following morning they were skinning the deer and then butchering the deer for the whole day. The following day, Sunday, they were in uh, tanning the skin. Now, when you tan in the native way, you take the brain of the animal, mm-hmm. and you, you mash it up, and rub, rub it on, on it, skins, and yeah. that's how you do it. Jeez. And then the following day, we had to build this big smokehouse, custom-made smokehouse that there was an engineer who worked on buildings over in Saudi Arabia or somewhere who happened to be on the course. And he came up with this system that we could do this thing where we could smoke them all together, and we smoked them all together, and then the lads all left with... I don't know how many kg of deer meat and yeah, uh, and the skins yeah. and like <clears throat> when I was I had to get the head of one of the deer and I'm having the battle I can see mm. that this is a, I can see this is an, I'm having this battle like I don't want to do this I eat almost vegetarian um like except deer meat, meat so not meat, not so much meat <laughs> except deer more or less because I don't <laughs> I hope like you him. fucking eat the like deer him. after butchering oh, Jesus I mean it's in like the freezer it's in the freezer at home like I mean yeah I'm not a big fan fo- I'm not a big fan of the industrial model of farming so in general so yeah. like the, the yeah, of course not. meat yeah. in that way I'm, yeah. I'm not so pushed on it but anyway the deer it's organically in the deer tree. wild meat just to me sounds fantastic if, if you don't mind me asking how are these deer cold to begin with there's um, farmers in Limerick and Clare who I guess get this fella in okay. because they overpopulate yeah. this farm oh, after oh, a while so, and so, you're got, so you're buying in the dead you're bringing uh, in the dead deer that was going, that's going to be killed anyway it's going to be dumped or whatever yeah. is going to happen I was so, just okay. wondering you weren't out hunting with bows and arrows no 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 I'm not we're not at that stage yet we'll see yes we'll see I like that when, when we're doing the we're 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 doing that, and I he's he's like, there's a chisel, there's a hammer, there's a line down the back of the skull. Find the line, open it up, take the brain out, and I'm like, like that. The part of me that doesn't want to do it, that's the part I want to meet. Mm. And a lot of the fellas who are there, there's a bit of a joke in there. There's a lot. That's all you want to meet? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, Fred. sorry. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, God. you're on. You're edit on. It out. Edit it out. You're on. Edit it out. Take it out. Take it out. You're, you're on all the time. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Here we go. Nice. It's good. Like. Sorry. So anyway, yeah, that's that's that, that's the idea. And I had to go in and do that. And all the rest of the fellas are in the same boat. But one of the most beautiful things that I found on it, and it was really something spectacular. Along with like, we'd have circles and. Like, you know, just creating a space for fellas to say what's going on for them and all that kind of stuff. That's grand. That has its own beauty. It was cold and the work is very like you're tying, you're making a hole in the skin and mm. you're tying it. The only way they're racked up, you see them racked up and yeah. they're pulled yeah. back with the strings. Yeah. That's, that is finicky, finicky work. You just peel the skin for ages, like four or five hours, lads, were at them. And then they're down, and, and, and lads are meeting then, they're struggling themselves because they're, they have of to course. stay at something and they don't want to do it. And one fella, a local fella here actually got up he was just like I'm done I'm done and he walked away 
there's a fella beside him fella from Cork got up from his skin and went over to your man's skin and just started tying his skin up just, yeah. ke- just kept doing it for him and he, he came back to it the whole thing was then. almost done it was yeah. just like there's such when you take women out when you take women out of the equation and we're not trying to get up you know I'm cooler than you and I'm in the hierarchy and this is where I am just I'm going to put you, you know. down I'm going to fucking slate you or whatever go sorry to interrupt Dermot sorry I just need to say you. there's like my, my four wife. women sitting behind you yeah I'm, I'm, my wife is one of them yeah okay. and she'll gut you <laughs> not that that should matter I anyway I think they'll not appreciate that that should it matter. Like, yeah. I think they'll appreciate it I mean I, I, I suppose when, I, when, when you're in a when you're on a weekend with 24 odd fellas and you see the softness and the care and the, and the banter and the crack is, yeah. is all there and there's no booze involved it's no just, booze yeah, no, no, no nature no, I mean yeah. we brought Pochine for the fire yeah, you yeah, know that, yeah, uh, that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. um, but Th- there's not no that. bruise but we yeah. didn't really punch it for yeah. the fun <laughs> yeah yeah and maybe some whiskey friend. maybe some whiskey <laughs> but it's no lo- drugs but there's heroin and cornflakes <laughs> the cornflakes yeah yeah we feed them cornflakes friend. Um, heroin flakes cornflakes made of deer <laughs> but it's lovely to see mm. it's lovely to see fellas in that context and some of the, a couple of the lads on it was very noticeable a couple of them were like big strong beautiful looking fellas like you know like uh, they walk into any room and any woman and even maybe uh, maybe your wife wouldn't but most women will be looking at them and saying wow that's a fine fella like fine yeah. fella and I found his biggest struggle was he was he had to adjust to not being like he had no way of putting himself to the pecking order he had no yes. himself to put himself yeah. to the top okay. because it didn't matter yeah. there was everyone no woman was saying everyone was neutral there was no woman saying oh, he's the, he's the, there's the yeah. finest of the bunch there which yeah, is what they would yeah. have been saying but yeah. it, he didn't have it and it really I could see that like he really mm. battled through it and he, now he came good in it and he like he was perfectly capable of dealing with it but it was really nice to see that side of I, I really enjoy being in mm. those experiences with fellas because sometimes I suppose it can get a little bit monotonous in the state of your fucking shoes like it's just yeah. like oh what, like, what the f- whatever like yeah, you know yeah. are you religious are you catholic or would you what, what do you identify as religion wise um a la carte maybe yeah because <laughs> like, you you quote Buddha earlier on yeah, and you were talking yeah, about like Bridget's I w- well I think, and yeah I would have been in for, like, there's obviously a paganism thing there as well because of the, 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 the like a lot of the the, the deer kind of thing like that's very yeah. pagan ritualistic stuff as well yeah yeah um I suppose I just believe in a, in a, in a, like I believe in a spirit. I believe yeah. there's a yeah. spirit running through things and it's an energetic force that you can sometimes, yeah. like, you know, the work that it takes to do whatever, like to become a hurler or to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you're... Because I love that whatever. you kind of burst it past it earlier on a little bit, but the, the whole Buddhist thing. Yeah. Noble intent. Yeah. And that's my thing is, it's like once you have, I don't care what you believe in or what you pray, yeah. if that's, <clears throat> once your intent is noble, once it's, 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 it's considering of other people and it's, yeah. it's you genuinely think that this is the best thing to do and this is what you're doing it's noble yeah. intent the things that matter to me are the the, the impetuses that have been fed yeah. into me throughout my life like and one of those things I spent time in a in a Buddhist temple a couple of months when I was mm. when I was over in Thailand and that was a tran- that was a transformative time because mm. all of a sudden I was talking to somebody I was talking to a monk this fucking monk man my God, he was listening. Like, he was listening to every syllable of what I was saying. He was just yeah. in, effortlessly. And what I found was, I started articulating myself an awful lot better, mm. an awful lot more clearly, because he was kind of inviting that level of interaction. Yeah, yeah. So that, he said, look, go back, bring, bring, bring the messages that you've learned here back to your country. 
but we don't care if it's a Catholic country. We don't like mm. it's not it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just bring them back if they're valuable to you. That, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh wow, that's a that's an interesting because in the church you hear like this is the way, you know. But I do feel, and it's slightly contentious now, less and less so, and will be much less so in I think ten or fifteen years time. I think it's important to remember. Well, I just see it as being important because I see the reflection of it in my partner, primarily Siobhan. She would have grown up in in a more um, I suppose rigid background uh, in terms of the church and she would have gone away from that then and maybe come back into it in some respects And but the things that they're talking about the, you know the decades of the rosary or whatever like Siobhan would be at home just it could be on an evening and we'd break into some conversation and she'd be explaining to me what they mean yeah. archetypally what they mean mm. like it's all so like it's you can't say like oh the church is this or this. it's like these messages are fundamental building blocks of my yeah my, of my being beneath my character of my being these are like that's saying things that I've never heard structured in that way before and it makes an awful lot of sense yeah. and so when I hear something like that I'm like okay that's grand I can take that I don't need if somebody says you know the church is this the church is that and that's grand you, you know mm. you, you may have had your experience but when I see it I see there's more of a a little bit more of a return to what were they actually talking about what's the future of the retreats what's what's next in store what are, what's the plans um, the plans at the moment is a really it's a tough balance I find at the moment um, in terms of society where we are because we're leaving we're leaving West Kerry uh, next month I, we can't afford a place here and I yeah. can't oh. rent for the rest of my time it's, uh, yeah it is it's crazy it is yeah. Look, I know a lot of people like it's that crazy. Yeah. And, and I do Tourist season there's kicks no other in places and, like yeah. that and I do feel I suppose um, you, you do start asking bigger questions when mm-hmm. you, you start asking bigger questions I suppose when you're maybe taking on maybe it's the family thing but maybe it's just because you're, you've blown your mind open in some respects uh, and you see what other people are doing in other parts mm. of the country and now as I continue to read reports about different, you know, investment companies coming in here and buying up tracts of houses or mm-hmm. land or forestry or whatever, it's like, hang, like, okay, so these are the rules. You're laying down the rules as to what planning permission is. And if mm-hmm. I have certain quality of soil or whatever, that's, I, can have, I can have a house and I can spend 20 grand to get that and then spend 250,000 and I'm locked into that for the rest of my day. It's grand. But don't, you know... Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. Like I'm not yeah. in competition anymore with the people of, and not that it is a competition in that sense, but it's like the people of the country are looking to house themselves. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not that. Mm. It's it's like Chinese investment fucking bankers coming and buying up yeah, exactly. our houses. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean that in a nationalistic sense. I don't have a nationalistic bone in my body in I'm some sure respects. But right. I'm like, okay, so if if that's the rule, if if that's mm. what you're doing, I'm doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. and and my way I suppose because I have to because I've made the choice that I've made in my life I didn't continue teaching I didn't continue that bankable job where I could go in and get the mortgage uh, I went a different path probably I don't know I don't know how it is but for the creative world it's hard to make a lot of money you certainly can't make the kind of money the lads come down from Dublin with yeah. Yeah. in their mm-hmm. back pocket so I'm saying now like you can't do it here you buy a piece of forestry for maybe 12 grand from Quilt or whatever you've cut off you cut off at the from three foot up, cut off whatever twenty trees. That's the that's that's your that's your ground floor. You build your cabin up on top of that, and that's your house. And you know, and they'll come. Like the people will come. The, the you know the, the government or the local council. Well, they'll come. And in, in West Kerry, they'll definitely come oh, because. It's so hotly contested. Yeah. Sure, you saw you saw the problems with, uh, oh, for Brown Don for, for Brown Don. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, yeah. just and he's a, he, like I suppose he's at a different stage. You know, I, I suppose you know. Okay. That was, that he, was a 15, he, 15 year. Back. Excuse my ignorance. Yeah. What's this? 
so Brown Begley w- would have built I guess initially he kind of got the okay from the council to put a, a, they said if the house is on wheels it's not technically it's like a car there. A mobile home so yeah, he yeah, yeah. put a, I think maybe a, Back a mobile con- home container on, on top of a well, on wheels rolled yeah. into his site and then they said no you can't do it so like 10 years 15 years later he finally got permission to build the house that he wanted now Brown Begley in this area like should look at like, see what yeah, Seamus exactly. like yeah. like Dynast- yeah. a dynasty yeah they're, like, they're actually part of the landscape yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and I don't have that now I do have a genuine grow for the place and for the culture and yeah. I, I've committed my life I feel like I've committed my life to ah, but Dimmer, hang on a second that? hang on a second Dimmer. you're not some fella coming down from, from you know uh, you know with a brown envelope yeah. who's building a holiday home yeah. in the area it, it's, look, mm-hmm. it is heartbreaking to meet those fellas and they talk you know and they say oh I knew Paddy O'Shea oh fuck it I'm just yeah, like yeah, go away off. from me will you like because I know what you're I know, you're, I know yeah. your bag and it's grand yeah, go yeah, on yeah. Just have a pint with somebody else whatever anywhere I go um, anywhere we go and I and I if probably maybe should be a little bit careful but I don't feel that I'm in the position where I ever will be able because I have a, a, a profile now maybe much the same as Brown Dawn not Jesus I don't mean comparatively to Brown Dawn but like yeah. when you have a profile I, I do you feel a, you have I, a little bit of a voice I, I do feel yeah. it's taken on a little bit more to say look at yeah. like okay like we have to have the regulations but make sure you're regulated if you're judging what I'm building based on burr regulations which to me are they're an offshoot of a kind of a greenwashing that's happening at the moment that I don't think makes as much sense as, as, as it's been given credit for versus the people who I know who have built mm-hmm. can I ask what's burr regulations it's like if you have this place has to have treble glazed windows and the seals yeah. have to be made of a certain thing like there's a grant at the moment for rundown houses of about 60,000 euro but you have to do pretty much everything they tell you to get it yeah. so it has to be this like thing but I know people around the country now introduced uh, to me from by Siobhan uh, who I probably never would have met and they are living like their carbon footprint as if as if that's the big the big deal their carbon footprint is zero like their yeah. carbon is zero they're growing all their own food they've got chickens they're trading they're doing they're doing their house is like you know is not they're not burning they're not you know it's 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 all solid if you're really talking about living in in tandem with the natural world but they're not talking about living in tandem with the natural world they're talking about sustainability which in a sense to me is in essence to me is sustaining the way life is mm. at the moment but let's just dress it up as this and we'll still continue to make the money yeah whereas yeah. if you're I think I think you can live like w- w- I suppose our intention would be to have a relatively small house a place where you are sheltered but to spend our life as much outdoors so as possible can, because yeah. that's what that's where all the learning is that's where all that's where a lot of life is Absolutely. like so I don't know how it's going to go I'm in I'm, I'm in dangerous territory in some respects because I'm not there yet um, yeah. but I don't see any other path unless I do you have a place picked for where you're going or? no we're going we're leaving next month Siobhan got a bursary to go to Portugal uh, we're going to Portugal for two months she's going to do dance a dance collaboration there and when we come back, we'll be we'll be mobile. We'll we'll have a, a camper, and we're going to travel this beautiful beautiful country oh, amazing. and meet amazing. all of the people who we who have you know kids yeah. and who are doing you know the forest school and homeschool Brilliant. or whatever, and and see what presents itself because down here, I think the battle is in some respects lost. You know, I maybe think, not, but I think I think tourism has taken a, a big hold on things down in places like this. Yeah. You know, it's it's, <coughs> it's 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 eaten up any any bits of land or property that. 
could potentially be used for and that's indi- tourism. That's people, co- you know? that's tourism coming from a central idea. I think of tourism. You know, like in, <clears> Wex- <throat> in Wexford, they grow a lot of wheat, and you know, you get your cattle in different places, and you know, in different parts of Europe, you've got your aubergines, you've got whatever. You know, they they they've, they've put things out in yeah. different places, and Dingle is on one of those bus trails. Of course, it is. And yeah. people land here and they leave here, and that's once you have the thing and you try to bottle it and sell it I mean how many how many myths how many stories how many archetypes how many th- times we need to hear that story like you can't bottle the fucking thing you can't bottle it and sell it because once it's sold it's gone you know yeah, so I'd be, yeah. I, I'd be worried about the place in, in that respect but at the same time I, I would also just maintain a kind of a basic level of gratitude for this place because it's given me so much it's you know I'm here I'm delighted to be here mm. I'm delighted to be over in West Kerry I was delighted to be at Bridge as well today I was delighted I'm delighted with the seven years that I've had here so I, the judgement is not you know it's more against of forces course. from yeah. outside of here as, as opposed, opposed to, to the, the people here yeah, absolutely, place here yeah. so yeah right we're going to have to wrap it up because we're, we're very long into this one <coughs> uh, thanks a million Dermot for coming in Really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Any any final words from yourself? Or it's just it's a pity that uh, do you know we're really we're really getting to know you, and now you're telling us that you're leaving. Yeah. This is a pity, you know. But hopefully, like we'll we'll get you we'll get you back after Portugal. I don't I don't <laughs> imagine that this won't ever be a, like I'll all yeah. yeah. This won't ever be a place that I, won't, that, I, that I won't be. Yeah. Um, what, what's your space, website? Wild Irish Retreat. Uh, .ie, .ie yeah. Yeah, or dearmidling. Any retreats coming up in the next few months that yeah. we should know about? On the other side of April, when I come back from the, the reason we're coming back in April is I've got a men's retreat in Wicklow that was a huge success in October, and that's booked out. And then we've another one two weeks later, and I put the deer tanning retreat in the middle of that. I may be out of my mind, but I'm doing that. And with a school Amazing. a school tour coming down to West Kerry where we do all the same things: wild hurling and Brilliant. seaweed foraging with the kids, and really letting them like you know. I know we're I know we're at the end, but like the idea. Imagine in sixth class, the idea that you could have a kind of almost like a ritualistic, like saying goodbye to your primary school to step yeah. into your that, teens, like yeah. that. Well, that's that threshold. You know, it's a great thing. Like it's why the Jewish have bar mitzvah. Like that's it. Yeah, it's a sense of stepping it's, into. It's the, adulthood. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the acknowledgement it's of the, the deeper journey. It's the, it's the pagan debs. <laughs> 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 I'm looking forward to more of this on Friday. Okay, what I'm paying the money for gigs. Uh, anything you got to plug? Well, because we I'm always, we always every, forget. Every every uh, every Thursday, the first Thursday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Let me get this right. The first Thursday, <laughs> the first Thursday and Friday of every month. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I have a comedy club. So Thursday nights in Killarney. And then Friday nights in Dingle. Wow. You and your so wife have a comedy club. Yeah. Wow, yeah. man, nice. She's oh, way it's, better. It's the local. <laughs> it's the local. It's a local sex show. <laughs> 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 On that disgusting note, uh, oh, Fred, Fred, I'm gonna hand you the kazoo. Uh, sorry, you, the kazoo. you you missed the kazoo earlier on. This is a, a Christmas gift from Gary. You do you remember know. Fred can't play it. Exactly. Can you just uh, sing it's, us out there? The wrong way around, Fred. Wrong way around. The other way around. Other way around. Is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 Sounds very same. <laughs> <laughs>